Hello and welcome to the latest Podcastle Spotlight. Tim Pratt's Briar Patch is out. I'm Dave Thompson here to talk to you about it. And here's... Anna? Anna? Crap, we've lost Anna Schwind. It's like she fell through the crawlspace of the multiverse or something. I swear she was here just a second ago. Alright, uh, hey everyone, this is Dave, and I'm here to talk to you all about Tim Pratt's new book, Briar Patch, along with Tim Pratt, and also Anna Schwind, my co-editor, who should resurface from the crawlspace of the universe after Tim talks. Um, Briar Patch is a brand new book by Tim that came out earlier this year, several months ago. When I found out that Tim had a new book, Briar Patch, coming out this year, and we were talking about what spotlights to do. I knew we had to try to get this one on the show. And Tim was very awesome about it. Got us the advanced copies ahead of time. And uh, Anna and I had some serious technical snafus, which is why you're hearing just me right now and not her as well. So you're going to, don't worry, don't worry. I know, you, you guys really like it when Anna makes fun of me. And she'll do that and more at the end of the show after Tim talks to us. But uh, I think the timing here is kind of serendipitous. We're going to hear about Tim's new book right before the holidays. Briar Patch makes an awesome holiday gift. Uh, definitely an R-rated one, but, you know, an awesome one nevertheless. And uh, we've got a new story that Tim co-wrote with Heather Shaw, his wife, that I think you guys are all really going to enjoy. Um, so it's taken us a long time to get here. But it's kind of serendipitous, and I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, Tim Pratt probably doesn't need much of an introduction to you guys. He's written a bunch of totally kick-ass stories, including Cup and Table, which I can say is kick-ass because I didn't actually buy it. Rachel bought it long before Anna and I were the editors. But it's uh, if you guys haven't listened to that story, it's one of the baddest stories ever. You definitely need to check it out. One of my all-time favorites. He also wrote uh, Heart and Boot, Little Gods the Hugo Award-winning Impossible Dreams. So without further ado, here's Tim Pratt. The kindly monarchs of Podcastle were good enough to let me tell you a little bit about my new novel, Briar Patch, just out from Cheesine Publications. This book has been a long time coming. I first started thinking about it back in 2004 and went through a couple of successive drafts, eventually taking it to the wonderful Blue Heaven writing workshop where some brilliant novelists helped me hammer out the last major kinks. Since then, it's bounced around a while until it finally found a good home with cheesing. It's probably the most personal book I've written since my debut, The Strange Adventures of Ranger Girl, and I guess it has a couple of things in common with that book. It's a standalone contemporary fantasy, and it's set in California, and... Well, that's about it. Briar Patch is honestly a much darker book, insofar as the precipitating event that sets the plot in motion is an abandonment followed by a suicide. My main character, Darren, sees his ex-girlfriend jump off the Golden Gate Bridge and becomes obsessed with figuring out what drove her to take her own life, especially since she never struck him as remotely suicidal. If anything, she wanted more out of life, deeper feelings, more transcendent experiences. So Darren starts investigating, trying to figure out what happened to her after she walked out of their apartment and their relationship without a word of explanation six months earlier. His life pretty much fell apart when she left, and he's understandably a little obsessed with her death. 
He finds out she was seeing a man named Ismael Plenty, who's a sort of guru or a cult leader or oddball philosopher who probably encouraged Bridget to kill herself as a way of transcending this mortal plane and reaching a better world. Pretty soon, Darren discovers that Ismael means that, literally, there are actual other worlds, some of them heavenly, some of them hellish, some of them just weird, and certain people can see pathways into those worlds, a whole mess of interconnected alternate realities called the Briar Patch. Darren discovers he's got a very personal connection to the Briar Patch, and he decides to venture into those implausible worlds in search of Bridget's transcended soul. In case that sounds too philosophical, let me assure you the book also has a psychopathic sex pot with a chrome shotgun, uh, the most inconvenient form of immortality I could come up with, bears who turn into people, people who turn into bears, a failed suicide haunted by the ghost of a successful suicide, betrayal, sex, monsters, strippers, cultists, and, and trust me, it's really cool, a magical car called the Wendigo. The earliest seed of inspiration for this book was the great article Jumpers by Tad Friend in The New Yorker some years back. I think it's still online if you want to look it up. The article's about people leaping from the Golden Gate Bridge. I was especially struck by the line, Suicidal people have transformation fantasies and are prone to magical thinking, like children and psychotics. Now, it's not universally true. People become suicidal for a variety of reasons. But there are definitely some people, and whole cults of people, who believe they're leaving this world for a better one, whether it's heaven or a spaceship or whatever. As a fantasy writer, I thought, what if they're right? What if killing yourself can be the first step in a magical transformation, giving up your mortal form to reach a higher state of being? Obviously, I didn't want to trivialize or glamorize suicide in this book. Basic human empathy aside, it's something that's touched my life directly on a couple of occasions, and I don't take it lightly. But I imagined a path to perfect, magical, transcendent happiness that had, as its final step, the conscious decision to leave the body behind, and then imagined a character who would try to follow that path, and what the consequences would be for those left behind. When you're writing a book about death, it naturally starts you thinking about life, what makes life worth living, what can make even a life of suffering seem preferable in comparison to oblivion. It ended up being a book that's not just about other worlds, but about how to live in this world, and how to live with yourself, how to be the kind of person who has a reason to live. Is it a successful book? That's not for me to say, but it doesn't lack for ambition. Thanks to Anna and Dave for letting me seize control of the airwaves today, and I hope some of you listening give my new book a try. I'd love to throw you all into the briar patch. All right, thanks, Tim. Thanks so much for that. Yeah, when when Anna and I first started talking about doing these spotlights and everything, and I saw that Tim had this book coming out, I knew that, um, you know, us being Pratt Castle here, that we had to get our hands on it, get our hands on it early, and uh, read it so that we can talk to all of you about it because we know how crazy you all are for Tim Pratt, too. So, Anna, do you want to get started about uh, about what you enjoyed so much about this book? Should I, sure. Should I lead off? No, I'll start. Okay. Briar Patch is a book about coping with the inevitability of loss, and I think you heard some of that in what Tim Pratt said. And I have a theory. Are you ready for my theory, Dave? I'm ready. I have a theory that the um, characters in Briar Patch fall into basically two types. The people who are all about the journey and the people who are all about the destination. I will also admit that I think some of 
the characters are neither. Some of the characters are in between and they serve kind of as foils for the other characters who are one or the other. And frankly, I think that um, we can clearly see that Tim Pratt values journey over destination because all the characters that are all about the destination come to bad ends <laughs> and all the characters that are about um, the journey rather than the destination do all right. Um, so what do you think about my theory? I think that's a, that's a really cool theory. I hadn't thought about it quite like that before, but I like it. And like you said that they come to bad ends, the characters who are about the destination, but they do in, you know, a really unique way. Um, like this isn't a book about, um, you know, Tim, Tim writes the Marla Mason books too. And, um, you know, this is a very different book than those. It's not a book, like he said, uh, about punching monsters. It's, it's a very personal book. And, uh, yeah, and, and for, for that to work, for you to buy that, it's got to be all about the journey, right? And these characters are, I mean, you, you get pretty invested with them. Yeah, I don't want any of our listeners to mistakenly think that the book is not engaging or tightly plotted because those are the Tim Pratt hallmarks that makes the philosophical stuff go. So even if you don't care about any of the, you know, meditation on what it means to have loss or whether as human beings we should be all about the journey or all about the destination, if you don't care about any of that stuff, you're still going to get something out of this book because it has a lot of fun elements, a lot of kind of wacky hijinks and a lot of uh, name checks to specific things that will be interesting and engaging to people. The particular uh, thing that I'm interested in is that there's a lot of references to geocaching. I am a geocacher. I love to geocache and it's a family friendly activity, which I think probably many of our listeners either do or have done at one time. And I have heard that there are geocaches out there that relate to the Briar Patch. I haven't found any, and I don't know anything else about them. But if you read Briar Patch and you find the geocaches, I would love to hear about it. Totally. And, and I would go, like, you know, we were talking about, you know, it being accessible. I would go um, even further with that. I think people who, I mean, those of you out there who really like Tim Pratt, who have enjoyed his stories. Um, I think this is the, one of the books, I think this is the book of his that you've been waiting for. I mean, it's, uh, it, yeah, it is It is pretty dark. Um, it's definitely R-rated, right? But it's, um, it's funny, it's charming, it's sexy, it's exciting, it's, I mean, it's, it's touching. Uh, it's everything that, that I could want from a Tim Pratt book. Really, I mean, it's it's the reason that we love his stories. And there's even the potential to totally geek out and, like I did, be like, hmm, what sort of levels of onomastics are here? I mean, you can tell if somebody's name is Ismail Plenty that something went into the naming of the different characters. So there's uh, chewy, intellectual, geeky stuff to get into on that level, on the level of onomastics. And there's also the whole thing I referred to earlier, the philosophical, is it, what, it, what is it that has value? Is it the journey or the destination? And is the destination kind of a happenstance of the journey? So, in short, good book, something for everybody. Go read it. If you like Tim Pratt, check out this book. A fresh American 
Alice in Wonderland for adults. That's what I would classify it as. Alice in Wonderland is actually one of my favorite books of all time. So if I call something a, an Alice in Wonderland book, you can pretty much bet there's something worth it there. Thank you for listening to us here at yet another Spotlight on Podcastle. And we'll be coming to you with our usual stories on our usual dates and times. Thanks so much, and uh, make sure you log on to forum.escapeartist.net. Tell us what you think. If you've read the book, tell us uh, uh, what you thought about it, what you enjoyed, and what you didn't, and let us know, you know, how we're doing on the spotlights. We love to hear from you guys. Yeah, and if you find the geocaches, yeah. let us know that. Yeah. All right. Thanks so much, guys. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>